Welcome to Hey Paula, help me with my DIY project. We'll help you find new ways to update and renew your homes, both inside and out. And we'll take your questions on our website and answer them during the podcast. This is Hey Paula, help me with my DIY project. And now here's your host, Paula Blankenship. So I'm, I'm Paula Blankenship, and I'm the founder of Heirloom Traditions All-in-One Paint. And today with me is Melissa Osborne. Melissa is my sidekick, as you all well know, over on our Facebook page. A lot of y'all join us there every day. We're going to be uh, talking in this podcast. This is our very first podcast. Very by first the, one. Yes, we're excited to be here and can't wait to share all this information with you. We're going to take some great topics, both inside and outside your home ideas and tips on how to update most every surface, no matter what it is. We're going to be talking about it. So I hope you all join us, like our podcast here, follow along with us for weekly and uh, some great inspiration and some great tips here weekly. So about decorating, about home improvement, about painting, all sorts of things. And the cats are fine. <laughs> yeah. And we hope you leave us a review here on our podcast. We're going to be doing some giveaways in our group and uh, we hope you can take part of that too. All the people who leave us a review, we're going to be doing a drawing uh, from all those reviews and also going to be reading them here live on the podcast. If you leave us a question there, comment. We hope we can uh, get back with you with a great answer. So we're going to take it away with our first our first subject matter. Our very first topic. All right. I think it's a good one. It is a good and one. And we're sitting here in your lovely kitchen that Thank doesn't you. need any updating, but my kitchen could use a little help. So we are going to talk about five budget-friendly things you can do to update your kitchen this week. Well, believe it or not, I've done a lot of updates in this kitchen, <laughs> and I share them with you here often yep. using all-in-one paint and all-in-one stain. New products for us. I uh, even updated my faucet, if you recall, and the drain down here. So I am always working on things. And uh, There's never a lack of projects in our life, no, is there? No, <laughs> but it doesn't matter. This is a seven-year-old home, and y'all be asking what color these cabinets are if you're watching us here live on Facebook. And of course, this is a spot match to our color almond. If you're seeing color almond uh, pop up as one of our new seasonal colors, this is very, very similar to almond. These were not a cabinet that we painted. Uh, this is a painted cabinet, but it's not an all-in-one paint. It was already done when I moved here, so I can't tell you that Give we it time. did it here. Give it time. I might have to touch it up. You never know. <laughs> uh, it actually has some spots on it that need touched up. You know, things get... Uh, I talk about this often as everything wears out in time. doesn't matter if it's sprayed on, bought in the store, whatever it is. So the beautiful thing is if I had have painted these cabinets, I would have an exact match to this color. And, uh, you know, I think almond will match it really closely, but would it be perfect? Nope, but if I'd painted it with all-in-one paint, I could have a little bit of that over there in my cabinet, set it to the side and touch it up when somebody dings it, and that's exactly what's happened. It's gotten hit around the drawers. I saw, you know, places here and there that I didn't do. Someone did, vacuum cleaner, hits it, so on. Yes. All right, so let's talk about some of these tips we've got in mind here because we have some good ones. Well, we might as well go ahead and start off. We're out of order, but let's talk about painting and staining your cabinets because you can do that in literally a weekend. Sure, absolutely. And if you're not a member of our group, we'd love to have you there. We're about 300, and we hate to date this, but there's almost 400,000 people in the uh, group there on Facebook that uh, encourage each other, share their ideas, share their projects, share their painted kitchens, bathrooms, you name it, using our paint products. If you're not in that group, we hope you uh, will comment here. We'll send you that link and uh, also invite you in to get our free sample so you can try it for yourself, trying all-in-one paint at home. That way you can know what you can accomplish, just what we're telling you about mm -hmm. here today. Yep. 
Uh, so uh, some of these great topics we're going to talk about is lighting mm -hmm. and uh, changing those light bulbs. Yep. That's a cheap one. That's about the most budget friendly you can get, changing a bulb. It is. And, you know, here's the funny thing is I don't think 20 years ago anybody even talked about temperatures of lights. Did they care? No. They just said, hey, we've got to turn a light on in this doggone kitchen. I can't see to cook that chicken. You I don't know? think I ever heard about temperatures of bulbs until I met you, actually. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, I don't think I've so. enlightened you. Yeah. I have enlightened you about I've, lights. I've learned about it. Okay. Yes. Well, that's good. That's great. Uh, you know, you sit down in front of a makeup mirror. And you know it has a little temperature control on there. Mm -hmm. You ever notice that? I've had one of those for mm -hmm. sure. Yeah, Everybody never thought about a, it in yeah, a bowl though. Yeah, well think about <laughs> it. That's what it was doing: cooling or warming. And sometimes you push it all the way over. You go, oh my God, I look funny. I look like a have you jaundice. <laughs> go back, go back. So yes, and uh, that's exactly what you're doing. You're changing the temperature of the bulb of the light you see yourself in. And of course, most people like to do their best to emulate daylight because what lighting's all about is supposedly artificially lighting your home to make it look more like it's daylight now like outside. The That's right. That's the goal normally. Everybody doesn't feel that way and I don't feel that way all the time either. I love this amber light underneath these counters. If it were up to a daylight glow like these bulbs in front of us here, I wouldn't like it at all. It'd feel like an office to me. I wouldn't like that. Certain rooms of my home uh, where I want to, like in the utility room, I like it pretty bright in there. I want to be able to see my clothes or mm -hmm. see those things in my closet. I like to also see true color when that light's on, even at night. So if you want to change the feeling of your cabinets, your colors of your cabinets that you see, change the temperature of those bulbs. It's a cheap fix. If you get uh, everything looks too neon looking to you, too glowy, you need to warm the temperature of your bulb. And I would say go with what's called, the, the, every brand I was calls like, them. Just in layman terms. Here, everybody because, calls them something yeah. different. So I will say this. Nowadays, if you go to Lowe's or Home Depot, you will see a true, uh, really screw up your head mix of bulbs. Overwhelming amount is. of light bulbs it is, in but, an aisle. It is. It's crazy. Yeah. But first of all, you got to know the socket size. That's just normally a standard bulb. Let's talk about just standard bulbs. When you go there... They'll have a sliding scale, just like I talked about your makeup mirror. They'll have a little sliding scale. It's blue on one end, red on the other. And it will show you right in the middle how many Kelvins this light has. And it, it shows you on the sliding scale. And it will tell you that this is basically a middle-of-the-road bulb. That's a good one for just overall <laughs> ambient lighting in your room. Try one. Don't go crazy. Don't buy a bunch. Just buy one set. Go home with that package or one bulb, whatever it is. Go home with that. Put it in there. See if you like the looks of it. If you if you think it could use some a little bit brighter. Say you have a bathroom downstairs and it doesn't have a window in your basement maybe. Uh, that's a room that's going to suffer and it's going to look very dingy. If you have an old yellow bulb, very much like these cabinet bulbs underneath here, this is on purpose. But if you have a yellowed bulb down there, everybody's going to look yellow and uh, we got a little friend, a little friend who's come over to help us out. We all knew he would come, and he has. He's been laying here watching us. But um, anyway, you want to turn up a little bit of a more cooler bulb in that basement. You're going to try to, best you can, make that feel like there's a little bit of daylight coming in that room. Maybe you don't want to make it look like an office in there, but you might want to amp it up toward the cooler side, not so yellow, because it won't. It'll feel old when it's too yellow. So therefore, try a bulb, sample it out in your, maybe you've got a over-the-mirror light there, an overhead light, whatever you may, may have. Take that bulb and make sure you get a little bit 
cool, a little bit cooler bulb in that room than what you have right now. Read the bulb, read what's on it. Every single one will tell you how many lumen it is. That means how basically bright it's going to look in the room. It will also tell you the temperature of the bulb on it. So there's everything and more you've ever wanted to know about. Yeah, I know. But it does, it is a cheap it, fix. It makes a difference. Yeah, it does. It is a cheap fix. All right, on so, to the next. So let's talk about two um, light fixtures. That's another great way. Still on the lighting topic, but mm -hmm. light fixtures are another great way to really update your kitchen. Getting rid of those builder grade light fluorescence. fixtures. Yes. Yes, fluorescents. Those old plastic covered fluorescent lights, if you have those. And I know you're probably going, well, I love the light those let off. Well, guess what? You can get beautiful LED fixtures today that give you that same crisp light for your task or overall lighting. Even under the counter, you can get those same light fixtures that are good looking. Uh, you can even paint them. You can paint them using all-in-one paint. You can make those stainless or those chrome or plastic ones that look like steel that aren't. You can make those look like oil rub bronze by putting on a little bit of our paint color truffle or Corinthian, either of the two of those, or even oil rub black. You can make them look like oil <laughs> rubbed, and I had a little tail go by there, but y'all understand when you love cats, you love a cat. So I love lots of cats. So. All right, so what else we got? Okay, let's go on to our next topic. So hardware. Cabinet hardware Cabinet is a hardware. huge difference. So a lot of people, mm -hmm. one, don't have it, don't know that they can add it probably, or don't know how. Mm -hmm. And then changing it out to something more substantial, I think really mm -hmm. elevates your kitchen. I also think cabinet placement. I see so many people mm -hmm. foul up and put the door knob in the wrong spot or the door handle. It generally goes right here in this corner. You see that door handle right there, right there. A lot of people will put it way too high or way too low. It needs to go up about right there where that trim molding is. You see that little so that's, edge? So what's that style of cabinet called? That's called a, that's a pull. That's, or- Well, the door itself. The door that is a um, raised panel door. Raised panel see that little door. raised yeah. panel router groove there. So that it's above the bottom. Yes, yeah, it sits right up. Don't put it too far down, but set it about eye line, just a little bit below that. That's the best placement. Knobs go in the center of the drawer always. You know that the knob is called the round. That's called a handle. That's called a knob when it's in the center of a drawer. Generally, people mix the two together. Most people don't put knobs on the uppers. Sometimes people run with knobs through it all and handles through it all. Just kind of depends on what the look is you're after. I like a variety. Uh, this kitchen has handles, bar, these little bar handles on the drawers and on the doors. Looks good, looks really good. There's a lot of big wide drawers here. Some have two. These down here, these wide drawers, have got two handles. And something else to note, if you haven't put hardware on your uh, cabinets, it's a great way to add in a metallic or add in the jewelry to your room. And if you're missing that piece, you're missing the jewelry. It's like having a great outfit with no earrings, no necklace, you know, nothing. You're just kind of plain. So, in, and I will say this, if you're creating an interior, let's say you're building a new house and uh, you are thinking, well, I'm doing it all like this and this is the wall colors and this is all this. You're going to have to choose a metallic, meaning you're going to have a to pick a metal because that metal is going to extend through your entire home. Most people pick one metal finish. They'll say, I'm going chrome. I'm gonna go chrome bathroom fixtures, chrome, 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 brush, chrome, brush, whatever you wanna call or it. knobs, the whole works. Knobs, right. You've got an entry set you gotta buy for your front door. You've got metallics in the light fixtures. You've got stainless steel appliances or not. You're gonna have to choose a metallic finish. So 
I choose Aura Bronze is what's been used here. Love it. It's a great depth adder to this room. There's a lot of light colors, light bright white going on here. That gives me that little bit of dark that I think helps ground the room. So that your kitchen's not just all white. white. What if it were yeah. silver in here? They'd just go away. You would not, not even see them. If I tried to then match my stove, go, well, I think I've got to go silver. I've got a, a stainless stove, stainless appliances. You don't. The best thing to do to bring the room or elevate the room is don't choose silver because you have a stainless stove or a stainless refrigerator or microwave. Choose something, I think, that adds a little more depth. There's always black in any room. You'll see black on the stove. You'll see a black kick plate. You'll see black as punctuating all your appliances. It's great to add, I think, oil rub bronze into that room. And I did that using a faucet oil rub bronze then oil rub bronze on light pools. Fixtures light, light fixtures mm -hmm. then kind of ran with that. But they're still stainless in this room. They're still black in this room. There's no way around it. Fireplaces have black. And, you know, everything has some black elements. So don't choose black. It's already there. Um, and don't choose, to me, I don't choose stainless. I think it's cold in a very contemporary home. I think it looks great. But uh, I still think there's better options than stainless no matter what. But that's just me. Uh, now, what's your next one? So, let's talk about backsplash. So, that's backsplash. our third thing you can do to elevate your kitchen. And you can do that on any budget, I will say. It that. could be that they don't have a backsplash and need mm -hmm. to add one. It could be that they maybe need to paint and tone down the color of their backsplash. True, true. Um, well, all of those things to me hinge on one thing. that hinges on your countertops because I think the backsplash is just an extension of what you have going on on this plane, it needs to roll up the wall and they need to have something in common. They need it, to look related. They need to look related. They don't have to be twins or they don't have to be they at least gotta Siamese be twins. <laughs> they got to be a cousin. They got to be first cousins in the South. Yes. Um, but yeah, there you go. It's got to be relating to each other. So if this is cool or mid-tone countertop, also this backsplash to me needs to be a continuation of that. And here's why. You only have a sliver of it this big. And then your countertop is being that it's on a horizontal surface like this. You don't see it all the time. So you're really seeing more of this vertical surface than you do the horizontal. So when there are two different things, you're just a sliver of this and a sliver of that. It's almost like wearing vertical stripes on your body. It ain't cute. So don't do that. Make it feel tall. It's cute for somebody, not for us. Right, right. Little bitty things. But yeah, if you roll it up the wall, that just gives you this elevated height. It makes everything feel tall. It's like wearing a monochromatic outfit and putting on shoes that match. It just makes you taller, bolder, bigger, and grander. And that's exactly what you want to do is you want to create this continuous, seamless look. Even though you're changing materials here, maybe you're faux painting it. Maybe you're using our brick a mop stamp idea, but whatever you do, these colors need to be, maybe you've bought our Carrera marble kit and you're gonna then do those same colors in a brick pattern using our marble or our, our mop stamp idea. If you haven't seen that video comment, we're gonna send you a link. If you're here with us on Facebook, we'll send you how to do that. Also, we can send you that Carrera marble, how to create that as well as a fantasy granite, very similar to what I have here. Uh, these beautiful tones of grays and whites and a little bit of depth in there. Uh, but we'll send you that if you'd like, or we're gonna send you our group link so you can get in there and see all of those great videos on how to create those using paint. So we definitely wouldn't have like a cool toned countertop with a warm toned backsplash, typically. Personally, I wouldn't, but now listen, I, I'm not the authority on everything right and wrong. You can maybe do that and pull that off and it looks fantastic. But I just tell you my overall idea of that is to try to create something that flows up the wall 
prettier to me, less hacked up. And it also helps you transition between, remember every time a material meets a material, you're gonna have a transition there, meaning there's gonna be a line back there where that is connecting together the two and you're gonna grout that or you're gonna do something there. If you've got a black backsplash and a white countertop, you're gonna have some sort of a line there and your eye will go right to that because that's on the vertical surface. So if these two colors are more similar, then it flows right there. You never notice that. That's you true. never notice that yep. line. And when one's cool and one's very warm, it makes one look yellowed. It does. It can it very much. Old. It very much can do that. Mm -hmm. uh, and back to the lighting element, um, you can you can really cool things off or warm things up with light bulbs that cause something to age. Like this yellow light bulb here, you can agree with me that that backsplash looks pretty yellowed. It looks pretty amber. With a light off, it's a perfect match to this countertop, to this cool countertop. But with that light on, it ambers it, which I like. It gives a candlelight glow. Now, when I want to work over there, I got another light I turn on, a little bit brighter, and it's not so candlelight. But I like those on at night when I'm just sitting here. This is an open room to the other area of the house. It's a nice light over here, and it's not an obnoxious light, but the overhead light I have pretty obnoxious. It's scan lights, and they're LED, and they're bright. But yeah, you know, I don't keep them on because that's not soothing to me. So lighting can be another element of your design and your decor. 100% believe that. Mm -hmm. Uh, it's, it's, I'll reckon this back to this. You want to create a romantic mood in your bedroom. You don't go in there and throw the overhead lights on and put a spotlight in there. You go in there and turn on a can or put on a candle, light something low lit. Same, Same thing idea. with restaurants. Same thing. Have you ever gone into a restaurant, no matter what the food is or what they charge, when the ambiance is totally, is annoying? I have often. You could ask my husband this. I go in and redecorate off, uh, often. I'll redecorate that As someone who has traveled with Paula plenty of times, I can vouch for that as well. And <laughs> hotel rearrange rooms. a hotel room. For sure, I've done that. Yes, I have, and they don't know it, but we just told them if they ever find that out, <laughs> marry out wherever we were. <laughs> don't call me, <laughs> please. You know, one of the things we didn't talk about in lighting, too, when we were on the lighting topic, you can add easily these under cabinet lights. Yes. They even Absolutely. make stick-up ones on Amazon that are battery-operated. Sure can. Recharge, they're LED, you can control the temperature. So even in the cheapest form, you can still get that elevation. You can, sure. But use makes your lighting, look better. Use lighting and different levels of lighting to really change up your space. So I love watching these gals on YouTube. Uh, looked at one this afternoon. I wish I could remember her name, but she is in a rental and she talks about ways she elevates this rental that nobody gets onto her for where they don't get in trouble that's yep. right There's she uses all kinds of feeling stick you name it she does it with every kind of thing that sticks on so i know some of that's probably annoying if it starts falling but they have pretty good stickers these days they do they do <laughs> so i've seen a lot where they're even adding um like molding and stuff they're putting contact oh, paper behind yeah. it so that they can remove it before mm -hmm. they that's leave. this is the same gal she's really great at it so uh I admire those people who can take something and make and take something that they can't spend that kind of money on and make it look fabulous. I think that's a great way. I've been in a rental myself and worked on and painted when I wasn't supposed to and all kinds of good stuff in the through the years and my youth and I think it's a great thing to do. Did I you just tell them, look, I'm a designer. I didn't even charge you. Oh, uh, you know what? I lived at Oak Park <laughs> Apartments and anybody that might know me from then, uh, I remember the landlord came in and I had done a marbleized, actually just kind of rubbed on something, whatever paint I was using at the time. And she said, you're not supposed to do that, but we're going to leave it. So she didn't paint over it for the next tenant that she came thought, well, in. She thought, they looked pretty good. Oh, they did. That was a compliment. Even though they should have been mad at me, they left it. 
It did look good. I have to give it that. <laughs> I can't live in a vanilla box. What about you? I can't live in a white no. box. It kills my creativity. It kills me, but I don't feel it like it's home. I just can't do it. And I love white walls, but I just have to do something to them. I just cannot live in just plain white. One thing you'll always know when you're walking through Paula's house, the lamps are going to be on, the overhead lights are not. And, and I got rugs. There's rugs and there's going to be flowers somewhere. Flake fake if they are, but they're here. They're here. <laughs> so that brings us to our next topic. Let's talk about decor. So sure. decor is a way you can really change the feel of your kitchen. You can change the uh, design of your kitchen or the theme of your kitchen. Sure. Great one for kitchens. I like useful decor. And the meaning, I don't like tchotchke. I don't like things that don't have a purpose or a use. And you can see my countertops are pretty sparse. Well, they, they shouldn't, they ain't too sparse. <laughs> they got lots of stuff up there. But a canister set to me is one of the greatest kitchen accents you can ha have. Every time I move homes, change houses, guess what I buy myself? New canister? A new canister <laughs> set. Yes, I do. And, I, and the reason being is that I, Melissa and I were talking about this yesterday, just getting ready for this uh, podcast. And I said that to me, the kitchen, the statement piece in the kitchen that sets the tone or the mood is the canister set. Living room, the piece that sets the mood. Now, would you mood. guess that's what she was going to say? Yeah. The living room <laughs> that sets the mood would be the cocktail table. Uh, the bar stools are very indicative of the style that you're trying to portray throughout your home, too. Those are just key elements that we're, really will set the mood. And then you decorate around that theme, if you will. I hate to say I'm a theme decorator. I'm not. I love all kind of themes, but let's use this. You definitely as, have a very eclectic mix. Yes, I got a real, real <laughs> When you get my age, you will do. Uh, you know, you do have things. That, and when you love that, thrift stores. Well, you yes, do. you do. Um, but I like to use the style that of my bar stools, whatever that is. That bar stool is uh, going to just kind of set the tone or the mood for this kitchen. and Or whatever come first here, the chicken or the egg. But... This big bar, this big bar here, has a, kind of a washed-looking bar stool with a linen uh, top on it and big nail head trim. Perfect. That's exactly what I like. I like those tones. I like neutral tones. I like textural things like burlaps and wovens and linens, and keeping it neutral. And on the wood, it has that distressed kind of a vibe going on. A lot of y'all would say that's farmhouse. This is a little bit of a farmhouse feel, but I'm not into signage and that type of stuff. So. A lot of people are, and that's how they want to carry that theme, and that's fabulous. But I like to be a little more transitional, um, meaning I don't like to get stuck in a style that I can't move out of real easy, so I don't pigeonhole myself. That's one of the best ways to be budget-friendly, too. Yes. Because all of a sudden, you decide you don't like farmhouse anymore. Now you've mm -hmm. got to go and throw out everything you have and buy all new. That gets expensive. It does. And the best and way And we get tired of stuff pretty quick as women, I oh, think. Oh, sure we do. And I like to keep my things fresh. And... And how you do that is don't pigeonhole yourself into what they call today's uh, style. And when you do that in fashion, in, in everything, home, if you go with the latest trend and you just pick up and throw everything out and go decorate your home around this trend, guess what? That trend changes and everything in your home is passe overnight. Uh, just think of it in clothes. If you have today, whatever is in style. High-waisted bell-bottoms. High-waisted bell-bottoms. And you throw <laughs> out all your other jeans, and you only have high-waisted bell-bottoms now. When those go out, you are be naked. <laughs> You've got to... <laughs> we don't want that. Right. <laughs> you got to stay in the middle of the road there somewhere. Add in maybe a few of those high-waisted jeans, right? Right. 
Don't throw out all your other stuff. Keep the things. That's why I love traditional and transitional. And the reason that word traditional, what's traditional mean? What's traditional mean to you? Describe that. To me, it means antiques. Okay. That's great. Because <laughs> She's like, that's not what, what it means. <laughs> no, it is what that means. Okay. Traditional means tradition. It's been around season after season after season until you have become an antique. Now you recognize that piece of furniture and go, that's traditional. I've seen that. So it would be like, a, like the grandfather clock you have. That's right. It's traditional. It's, it's stood the test of time. It's kind of a dinosaur. But if you decorate in traditional bones and big pieces in your room that are traditional, transitional, whatever you want to call them, you don't have to keep the finish that they're in. You can paint them. That's the great thing. Take traditional pieces, add a new finish. In other words, put another color, put another coat on top of it. Um, I like staples in my wardrobe that are traditional. I love a good crisp white shirt. I love great jeans and I like a pair of black boots. I think I can't beat those. Every season I That's buy true. new black boots. I'll buy different heels. I'll buy a flat one. I buy one with a heel on it. I'll buy something with a toe that's maybe popular at the time. I always keep black. I always keep a good white shirt. I always keep a great black blazer. Something like that. Traditional elements. And then if I want to style it up and make it funky, I add a scarf or add something that's my personality to those traditional basic elements. It's the same with your home. Take basic elements, take traditional elements, add the fun surprise of a color of paint you've chosen, and you can turn your traditional to a transitional, meaning it's right in the middle of the current and it's still speaking in a nod back to the old scale or the old bones of tradition. Don't point at me when you're saying old. I'm not old. <laughs> I'm the old one. I'm the old one. I'm can, the one. To, when it's old, old. Old, old. She's young. I'm old. But old is, uh, I, I mean, I'm going to say traditional, brace, embrace tradition because I've said this a million times. I'll say it again. It's a good place to say it. And we're going to end this. I do, I do know that somewhere here. <laughs> but traditional, if you will decorate within the parameters of traditional pieces, putting your own spin on them with color, using paint, using stain, whatever it is, change of finish, because all furniture is resonating. All good furniture pieces, they're all the same. They're all the same. Change the pulls on a dresser and make it your own. Put some fancy clear lucite plug pieces on there. If you need something that's you very like mod. You love tassel. You're always adding I'm a tassel. I love me a tassel now. <laughs> I love tassels. Tassels are a fun way to add a textural element to things and also give you a great color scheme and a place to restate the color scheme that you're going for. Maybe you like if you happen to have saw our beautiful room that we did in Naples and London and I found a gorgeous London and Naples tassel. And uh, there's some, console makes some great, uh, beautiful tassels and fringe and all kinds of things you can buy. You can add to pillows and whatever. And guess what? That stuff is all coming back. Have yes, you seen the grand, uh, what's it, millennial? The grand millennial. The grand millennial. I say, hey, that is my vibe right there. I'm the <laughs> grand meemaw millennial. That's me. <laughs> I am the grand millennial style. So uh, I love grand millennial. I just followed a group the other day called Grand Millennial. Did you really? <laughs> I did because I said, I see that, man. That is me that does, so much. That is kind of really your style, mm -hmm. I would say. That, I mm -hmm. still love all those traditional elements like tassels and fringe and all that. I try to not do so much of it, but I still I still find me thinking those are beautiful. You find some way to work it in. Beautiful is beautiful. <laughs> how can you How can you not? I don't have a tassel in here. I might have to add me one now. <laughs> you don't you, have a pillow with a tassel? No, I don't. Yes, you do. It's right there. 
Oh, those are big old texture things. Those don't count. But a really pretty one with, you know, more satiny strings on it and all that. I may have them on my bed. I can't remember. <laughs> on a pillow in there. But, yeah, I'm going to be adding some of them now that you got me thinking about yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. She's sure looking around, around. I know I got a place. <laughs> all right, guys. All right. So, next week, we're going to talk about how to choose the perfect color for your kitchen. Sure, that'd be a great one. Yeah. That'd be a great one. A really good one. I hope you all tune in for that. And uh, hope, hopefully you will give us a follow here on our new podcast. Leave us a comment. We'd love to hear from you. And, and a review. That right. would help us tremendously. Yeah, Thank give you. us a review. And again, we'll be reading some of your live comments from our Facebook page and back here on the podcast and everywhere that we're sharing this. Please leave us a comment and follow and share if you can at all. We'd love to know what you think. And uh, also if you've topics. got projects that you want Paula to help with, yeah, let us know. Yeah, we'd like to hear what you got to say too. So uh, thank you all again for Hey Paula giving us a watch. And uh, we'll see you all again giving us a listen. See you. Bye. Thank Bye. you. <laughs> Thanks for joining us on Hey Paula, Help Me With My DIY Project. We hope you've gotten some useful and practical information from this podcast. Make sure to leave comments, rate, and review, and even tell a friend or two. We'll be back next time. But in the meantime, check out the website, allinonepaint.com. See you next time. Just clean up.